Yo, yo, welcome to episode 12 of the Put On Podcast. A little bit of taking off action. No, I just thought I'd try that. D, what's good? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, man? Life is good. It's busy. The fall fall feels like it's in full swing. I know we talked about that a little bit last episode. Fall is 22nd or 23rd of September um, <laughs> every year, except every like thousand years, it's the 21st. Um, but yeah, man, no, I'm good, but it, it's getting cold. I can tell it's getting cold. How about you? What's yeah. good in uh, New York? I mean, it's, it is getting a little bit chilly, but this is like my ideal weather. You know, I've, I mentioned this in the last episode. Uh, hoodie season is my favorite. Yeah, I feel um, like you're a big hoodie guy. Big hoodie guy. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the most comfortable in the hoodie. Are sweatshirt. you like a hoodie and jeans guy or like a hoodie and yeah. hoodie, hoodie and jeans. jeans? jeans. And I like having, I got this nice little like uh, jacket that I put light, lightweight jacket. A over nice it. jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Little, can, uh, can we, can we put, put it up top? Actually, I don't even think it is Patagonia, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I just like when, uh, I think once it gets past a certain point of like, it's not summer anymore and then the weather turns, I I can't go back the other way. Like it gets really hot and then I'm like, no, I can't do this. And I like, once I turn into fall, like it's all fall. Like I don't want to go back to the hot weather. I've already packed away all of my summer clothes. Your warm stuff? You're falling for fall? Yes, exactly. You know, I I do think though that we should like kind of give some context to what this episode is, right? Because this is kind of a little bit of a different episode. Don't you think? Yeah, which which is why I alluded to the whole taking off thing like we talked about earlier. But, But yeah, I mean- we're, we're, we're trying something a little different for episode 12. This is going to be, you know, less so put-ons um, and, and formatted like we normally do and more, you know, just conversational. Um, we'll touch on obviously different points and kind of just get into, um, uh, again, this kind of based off some of the life takeaways that we end off in um, throughout the first 11 episodes and just kind of, again, let the conversation flow and, and see, see where that's going to go. And a, a little bit of a potentially a shorter one. I mean, we always fucking say that, but, um, <laughs> and, and but, part of the reason you keep say, saying taking off, even though I don't know that we're going to stick to that is like, I liked it. Yeah. It's the opposite of putting on, right. It's like taking off. And so we're going to do Growth. something a little bit different for this episode. So we, uh, we were talking about that as a potential title theme, what, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, but so, I mean, with, with that being said, um, I, you know, I, I want to start here because you mentioned it earlier today, but, you know, I hear I hear you might be taking a little bit of break from social. And mind you, when I when you first said that, I'm thinking like, bro, you you're you've come to every one of the 11 pods with like we're like, yeah, let's stick to one or two social content creators. Guy comes with seven trends, 24 creators. We got to narrow them down to like six. But so, yeah, how I mean again, what prompted that? And how is that going to look like? Because you are a big consumer of social media as far yeah. as I know. And look, I, I think like, I'm trying to be realistic about it in the sense that, that part of my job has to do with like monitoring social to some extent. And can I ask and, you this quickly before you sure. dive in? Sorry, it just was really top of mind. What's your favorite social media? It's a good question. I think it kind of depends. Like I, I think if I'm, let's just say I'm on the train and I'm commuting in, I want to read Twitter, you know, and kind of catch up on all the news. But like, then there are times where it's just like, I don't want to read about what's going on. And I just want to watch like TikTok clips. So I think it's, it's honestly, I can't say I prefer one over the other. It's TikTok, Instagram, and, and Twitter are kind of like a, the three headed monster of my preferences. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. I mean, so like, I'll tell you what, where it kind of all stemmed from is, is like, you know, I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks, just this like mild anxiety that I have of when I'm on, you know, any sort of social media platform. And I think it stems from like a couple of different things, maybe one um, being just like, feel like I'm wasting my time sometimes when I'm just there and it's like been an hour. I think obviously just the overstimulation of just video after video after yeah. video, right? Like 
Um, I think that it's definitely affecting my mental health. And, you know, I saw some study or I, I heard about some study where like, apparently they, somebody came out and said like, there's going to be studies that come out soon. So maybe it wasn't a study, but like saying yeah. that basically, so the effect of social media on, on especially particularly like younger demographic, like kids, yeah. they think that it's going to be as bad as like, whatever, you know, like smoking a pack of cigarettes, you know, like that bad for your brain, for your mental health. So like I had heard that. Right. And, and, and so I I'd started feeling like, okay, I just kind of need to like scale back on this. And then, you know, the big thing is, and obviously, you know, this, episode who knows when this episode is going to come out but like yeah um over the weekend all this stuff started happening in in israel um yeah, the conflict yeah, yeah yeah the conflict in israel and like you know i don't want to get too much in that and i definitely don't want to kind of delve into any of the politics of it all or any but in any of these types of situations in the past on, on social media whether it be like black lives matter and all the stuff that happened with george floyd or, you know, stuff that happened with like uh, Trump and, and January 6th or anything that's like Pretty a moment it, yeah. in time where there's conflict and there it's divisive, you know, social media becomes a very, very scary, toxic place. Super polarizing. Um, super polarizing. You have so many people that are like expressing opinions and there's outrage and there's anger. And like, I, I, I kind of was reading everything, watching everything. And after I would say about 72 hours of that, I was like, I really have to get the fuck off of social media right now. And like, I need to take a break because this is not healthy. Um, How was it so, impacting you though? Like just you, you were consuming it all and feeling, you know, sad, like what? Definitely sad, definitely depressed, um, definitely anxious, um, you know, kind of all of the above. And, and so that was like the, the big kind of like gist of it. And then on the other side of things, and you know, this is like a whole different thing. It's like, I have kids and my oldest kid, uh, Milo, you know, and my youngest, like they're on their iPads all the time, but specifically my oldest, yeah. he's, he's now gotten into like YouTube and he has a YouTube page and he's making videos and it's, it's, it's like a really interesting thing because I don't want to stifle like his creativity. It's, it's almost like a real kind of cool thing that he's able to make videos and it's like a creative outlet for him. Um, but he's also very concerned about his subscribers and his likes yeah. and the comments. And my wife is kind of pestering me about like, we have to get him off of this. And like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's so interesting in, in some ways but it's also like I catch him on YouTube reels, you know, and like it's one thing for me to be kind of mindlessly scrolling and like seeing all these videos. But for like for an eight year old, like yeah. super impressionable and like what is that doing to his brain to just nonstop be scrolling and seeing all of these like real, you know, the the YouTube shorts. And like it's just I don't know. It's so I guess all of that combined, you know, I've, I've really kind of been thinking a lot about just my my social media habits yeah i think that's that's super interesting i mean it's definitely mind-numbing like we all can sit there for hours and scroll and it's like you know we're so gone are the days where you know we can just be engaged and, and be present with other individuals and and go outside and fucking do shit like i mean i'd be lying if i didn't say when i leave my phone somewhere i feel naked like i Right. I would like, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen to any of us. You leave your phone behind for five, 10 minutes. It's like, you're trying to pull it out. Like, you're like, what's going on. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's the biggest thing though, that you're actually actively aware of what it's doing to you. Cause most people, you know, would be mindlessly scrolling and it might have negative impacts, but you know, maybe the self-reflection isn't there and maybe they're not understanding that that's what's causing them harm in whatever manner. So it's good that you that you know. Um, yeah, I just think that the world we live in, it's tough to actually take a break and, and to get away from it because it's everywhere. We're all addicted to it. I mean, honestly, like I'm going like I, 
I'm reaching for my phone, like instinctively to check something. And then I have to remind myself like, no, like you're taking a break and I'm so accustomed to it. You know, um, I don't know. I, I saw something the other day or maybe I read it. I forget, but it was basically saying that we have become so technologically advanced that we've created this entire world, right. With like social media and all these things, AI that like humans really aren't equipped to, to handle, you know? And like, I thought it was a really interesting point because it's so true. Like now you have a million things, you know, your email and all of your apps and all of the, and like, it's impossible to manage all those things, but like, it's also impossible to manage all those things and, and stay like just in a good mental state. Um, and so that's where it's like, we've gotten past a point of no return in a lot of ways. And that's the thing as like a, as a parent where it does make me really concerned about my kids. And then I'm always thinking to myself, like, should I be super concerned or is this just like, is this just relative to my parents when they would be like, stop playing video games, you know, yeah, or like yeah, turn yeah. off the, the television, right? Like, is it just, is it the same thing or has it just gotten progressively worse? It's the one thing I know, the one thing I know is like the amount of information that you're exposed to, it's, yeah. it's just too much information, right? Like you don't need yeah. that much information. And that's where I, I feel like is it's the biggest problem is just that overstimulation, um, the being overexposed to just too much, too many videos, too many opinions, too much content, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I hear you agree. What, like, not that I want to get into anything political, but like, you know, in, in, in Canada, they've like completely censored the news, they're censoring podcasts like you know when you talk about too much information and opinions canada at least is fully drawing back on that because they only want the opinions that i've been wanting to ask you about that why why are they doing that you're afraid to say you're afraid to (laughs) say somebody can come in and rip you out of the house no i mean the the i mean why why does i mean i guess I they will answer, but want, but they don't want people that are critical of their government. Like, what yeah, is it? it yeah, be, yeah, but 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 I mean, why 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 would you want to censor anything so that you can control a narrative and control the minds of the people? And so, being able to, you know, I I, I think that freedom of speech should be a thing, and 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 so the ability to control what opinions are shown and what aren't, and and you know, hold back information so that they can control a narrative is also because they don't want the government, the government obviously wants to stay in power. They don't want anything that's negative or controversial coming out around them or around any policies that aren't beneficial to what they're doing. So yeah, I think that, I think that what's going on right now is, I mean, it's, it's one of the most censored countries in the world. Like they're censoring podcasts. And, I can't and it's one of the most- that. Wait a second. Can I ask you another dumb question? Yeah. Like what, like um, America obviously has the freedom of speech. Is that like a thing in Canada? Yeah, Do you the, have the freedom the, of speech? The, like- the charter of rights. Yeah, we have the bill of the charter of rights, but like because of A, they can call the emergency act whenever, which is so, which means that the, the charter of rights and freedoms just goes out the door. And B, they've been the liberal government specifically ever since the Emergency Act was invoked due to COVID. And then we had like that trucker convoy where they froze people's bank accounts. So anyone who donated to this trucker's convoy, I don't know if you saw that, the, all the bank accounts were frozen. So mm-hmm. like no one had the ability to transact. And I know a couple of people who like legit couldn't pay for anything and couldn't do anything so their lives were pretty much put on pause because they donated to a cause they believed in that went against what the government narrative is pushing, even though, yeah, I mean, man, I mean, again, publicly 
saying some of this shit. I, I could, I could, I have my own opinions and I, I, I don't want to be in Canada forever. Um, and I think that, I think, I think here's what I'll say. I think that with everything, right? Like with everything that that's happened over the last five to 10 years and, and everything probably that happened 20 years ago. And we, there's, it's always a pendulum, right? And when the pendulum swings too much one way, then, you know, everything is super biased. Everything is super, you know, extreme, but it always swings back. And so, you know, I feel like in the past, the pendulum has swung very far one way. And I feel like we've swung very far the other potentially. And so it's kind of, we just need to wait for, and it'll come, but the pendulum to swing back sort of more towards rationality and, and, and towards the middle. I just think that, yeah, like, you know, it's gone too far. I think that our government and our prime minister specifically um, is an idiot. This might have to be cut. And uh, I love that you keep looking off camera like Trudeau can jump on the pod at any second. I mean, man, you, you, yeah, you, you'd be surprised at like, I mean, yo, when, I, I travel to the States a lot too. Every like, bro, with the, with the border agents, the amount of times they've asked, I had one border agent look through my whole passport, any stamp that I had in my passport, they asked me why I went there. So, Oh, why'd you go to Croatia? Vacate. Why did you go? Why were you born in Thailand? Cause my parents had me bro. Every, like, it's just at this point, it's ridiculous. I know, but border patrol is like the ultimate hardo position. It's like, they're all having power trips. You know, they're all like too serious. They take themselves so Way seriously. Too seriously. It, it, it. it diminishes the traveling experience. Some of the, even like with the airport security and all this shit, like, yeah, I mean, I remember we, I was, I drove up through Canada and I was definitely, I definitely had some drugs in the car. And it was scary, but like, <laughs> yeah, you could, where, where'd you drive into? It was probably some weed, you know? Yeah. No, but, we, but back we in just, the day, like, yeah, I get it. I know they were, they didn't, they took that shit really seriously, but also like they gave us like a really hard time and we were just like kids. And it's, you know, again, I think that it's, I, I think about this a lot. Like we live in a time where, is it scarier? Is it more dangerous? Have things gotten like worse? I actually don't think so. I think that like, what do you mean have things gotten worse? Like in what sense? I think like if you were to add, if you were to poll people right now, specifically like in America, um, about just their happiness, do they feel safe? Do they feel yeah. comfortable? All these things. I, I bet you like most people would, would respond and say like, you know, it's more dangerous now. It's more, things are more uncertain. Like, now you know, that... yeah, now, but I bet like, if you look back in history over the last decade, you know, They're 25 not. years ago, I bet you that's not the case. And I just think it's the, it goes back to like the fact that there's, there's just so much information. I also think that goes to the point though, that like, Again, because information is being thrown at us and everything's so much in our face, we're being held like we're people. They're trying to portray a narrative on us. And, and if I mean, you see how loud the mainstream media is. I mean, even, even with the New York floods, man, like like I the, 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 the flooding, uh, you know, we're getting all this news in Canada Travel advisors do not go to New York, blah, blah, blah. I swear some of the videos were from previous floods years ago and like come to New York, no issues at all, whatever. But, but I'm just saying that like, I think the mainstream media really is loud and people are just so consumed by it that, yeah, even though it's not as dangerous and not as, you know, extreme right now, I think that just because we have the TV, social media, the internet amplifies things times a hundred. Yeah. And, and, you know, what you're also hitting on, which is interesting to me is like, I have no idea who to trust anymore. Like I have no idea who is, there's no reputable news sources. There's people that I trust, I, right. Individual yeah. people, but literally like, you know, I, I'm not, I can't go to traditional media. No, no, you can't. Any sort of unbiased type of news that like, 
it's that's the biggest problem. But I going th- back to what I was just saying before, no, actually, what? what no, to- I was just going to say, like, it's good you feel that way, because I think we need to question everything and critically think about most things. And so you knowing that is good. I mean, I think that, again, especially with, you know, what happened with the, the pandemic and, and a bunch of those things, like, you know, everyone who, you know, kind of fully bought in, listen to everything, right? And, and and you just kind of end up being a sheep at that point. And, and you know, that it's not the way, not that what was said is or isn't correct, but like, well, here, know, I'll give you the you example think for yourself. My wife was like, okay, we have to go get flu shots, right? Like, you know, we all had Columbus Day off. Let's go get flu shots. Oh, uh, yeah, on Monday? Yeah. And so, you know, we did a family outing to the pharmacy. To get flu shots? You get flu shots. And I told her, I'm like, I'm not getting a COVID. I'm not doing any COVID booster. You know, I got a COVID shot. I got vaccinated, yeah. right? I got, And like, but now it's however many months later. And like, I just don't trust any government, any like, you know, just looking back, it's like, I felt this pressure to take Yeah, the societal pressure, yeah. Yeah. And now looking back, like, I don't know. I just don't know that that was the right decision. It just felt like it was forced upon us. And at this point, it feels like nobody's forcing it upon us. And so I'm not, I feel healthy. I'm not going to get it. Like, I don't want my kids to get it. I just, it goes back to this thing of like, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, you know, but like, it's just how many things are going to happen where you're just like, I don't know. Sometimes you you feel that people do, are not looking out for your personal self and you know your personal uh, self. They're interest. not. No. At all. I, I I mean I'm I'm not. Well, I I wouldn't say I'm either, but I can critically think and put two and two together, and I think that yeah. I mean, with with majority of what happens in our society, like you know, it's it's benefiting someone, and and and, and again whether the best interests are, you, you know, you should always be looking out for yourself and your family and the people you love. And, and that's what everyone is doing. Right. So, you know, just to think that the people who are making the decisions want you to be as healthy as possible and want you to be as benefited as possible by a decision they make, I think is naive. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I- so, I don't know. It's a lot to navigate, right? Like there's so much, that's the thing that's the hardest in my mind. Like, yeah, I think it, has there been war forever? Has there been um, just like terrible things that have happened to people like all over the world throughout history, probably more so back then than there is now. Yeah. It's just now I'm seeing the videos of it directly. Yeah, no, like, I know. Yeah. You know, I'm seeing the person but, react to it. I'm seeing the outrage. I'm seeing the back and forth. It's like, that's the thing that, that is so different now than it was before. But even then, like, you know, w- not, not specifically with the conflict that's going on right now, but videos on social media over the last year or two, like, especially with all this new AI stuff and it being very easily to edit things like who, who's to know what videos are actually real, what's true. Like, I, I feel like we just kind of got to take everything with a grain of salt and it's so tough, unless you're actually seeing it with your own eyes. Like, it's so tough to know, yeah, that video was taken yesterday, which is why I think, again, not to get all nerdy, but which is why I think that the blockchain and provenance of content needs to be a fucking thing so that we know that CNN is actually in wherever and took this video on October 11th at 12:54 because it was uploaded on the I still think I can tell the difference between a real video and one that's like doctored in some way or there's some what, a, what like, about what about like if it was taken 3 years ago though not and I'm not talking about the specific conflict right I'm talking like the floods for example like I feel like some of those videos were that they had in downtown Manhattan maybe I'm wrong but were taken years ago when a big flood you know what I mean that I don't know um, I just know that I was sitting in this office and it was raining so hard for so long that like, if those floods were actually going down, I, I believe it, you know, like we don't have the best, uh, drainage situation going on in the yeah, city. Yeah. So like, to me, you know, that's, I, I believe it, but yeah, I, I, I hear you. And I think like, 
it goes back to I, I do think people probably need to scale back on the social media usage, right? And and most importantly for your mental health, um, but also just for your physical health too, because I think it, the mental kind of affects the physical, right? And yeah. um, you know, I, before you know, funny enough, like before I made this decision, there was one day where like somehow I got hit with like 20, 30 videos that were like really good videos that were like inspirational or like had some sort of like valuable insight. Um, and like, I think, I don't know if I was mentioning them to you, but all along the lines of like your thoughts, you know, like having good thoughts, is actually like contributes to your physical health because then it sends these vibrations into your body and like it produces chemicals. And, you know, as I'm hearing those things, I'm like, that makes so much sense. You know, I, I I wanted to almost like, I, I I definitely wanted to talk to you on the, um, living to a hundred, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I actually, I will just mention it because whatever, this is still a put on podcast episode, but like I watched the first two episodes and the second one again, the second one was like part Sardinia, part, um, some okay. spot in, in California. If you okay. recall, um, the first one though, Japan. uh, was in Okinawa. 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 And there was one funny part about it or not funny, but one part that I was like, Oh, wow, that makes so much sense where it was like, they asked some grandmother who was, I think she was like mid nineties. She was like 95. She looked good. She looked, she looked, you know, spry. They all look good for the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they asked her like, what is it? Like, how do you, you know, and they had all those different things, your diet, you know, the exercise, of course, all those things make so much sense. She was saying like, uh, I never get mad. Like I just let, I like to laugh a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No stress. Like, Right. Like, cause when you feel that frustration, when you get angry, it does something to your body that you don't realize over time is going to compound. And like, if that's the thing that leads to cancer, that would be the least surprising thing. And and, and it, it also makes sense when you hear about these people where it's like they, they beat cancer because they just have a positive mind state throughout and they think they're, yeah, the mindset and they think they're going to beat it. Whereas like certain people, when they just give up, like their body, their physical body gives up too. I love that part of it about just like being happy and just laughing. And then the other part, I forget what, what they called it, a moao or something like that, where it's just like all these women, they have these groups where they just support each other by hanging out with each other. And so like they financially support each other, right? Where it's like, if somebody is going to the hospital, like they'll pool their, their money together money, yeah, to, yeah. to pay the bills. But really what keeps them alive is every single day they hang out and just like yeah, fucking, good vibes. Yeah. Just good vibes. Talk shit. Like, you know, like crack jokes. They're there for each other. And I think it's, it's such a, it's a culturally it's, it's just so different than anything we would see here in North America. Yeah, like taking care of like the elderly and not sending them yeah. off to the uh, the nursing homes. Right, you send yeah. somebody in nursing home, and and then they're stuck in that nursing home, and they can't see their family as much, they and like up. they just give up, like they they check out. You know, yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. I love when you see something that makes so much sense that you wouldn't have thought of like before. But um, I mean, did that? Does any of that like change? your outlook on like I, I don't know if you want to live to be 100 but does any of that change your outlook on like how you're currently living or like you know oh, thousand, how you want to go percent. about the future if you want to move like I you know I told you this on the last podcast and then it kind of came to a head where I was having kind of like an existential crisis you know yeah. of just feeling really um down and anxious and all these things that I just battle with like a lot you know yeah um Things having to do with my family, things having to do with my job, things having to do with, um, you know, my father, you know, like uh, all sorts of things. And I kind of had a moment of clarity and 
I said to myself, okay, let's, let's take a step back. I, I would also say like, I I'm prescribed Adderall, right? So like during the week, I sometimes will take like five milligrams of Adderall or 10 milligrams of Adderall during a day and to get work done. But it also makes yeah. me jittery. It also makes me anxious. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let's just start. Let's start back at square one of like, I need to go for walks and just like clear yeah. my head. Yeah. I want to get off social media or scale oh, back. I want to start reading the books again. I need to start thinking about my physical health and exercising. Um, I need to yeah. like focus on the things that are the most important things instead of this fucking all the to-do list of like responsibilities that, yeah. you know, like in the end, we've talked about this ad nauseum, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I'm curious though, because when you say you need to do all those things, right? It's so easy and we all do it. It's so easy to say, you know, I need to get in a rhythm. I need to get in a better routine. I need to do all these things. What is going to be the actual driver for you to actually fucking do that? It's a great question. Um, you know, like it, it's really, it's a really great question because that's, it's something I'm really, you know, trying to figure out the answer to. It's like, I come home last night and I'm like, okay, I'm now like a day or two into this mindset of like, I'm going to scale back on the social media. So it's like, I went downstairs and found a book and I'm like, I'm going to read this book. I am not, you know? And so I started a book and lo and behold, I got into it and it's like, okay, let's, let's read this book. I started actually putting time, like when I get to work, I'll, I'll open up a notes, um, like my, my notes app, whatever on my computer. Yeah. And I'll, I'll write everything out that I want to do and like bullet it. And like, I've started to put like, go take that walk at like one o'clock, you know, and like make it a priority, not make it one of those like back burner things. Like it yeah. doesn't fucking matter if you have a shit ton of work, you have to take that walk no matter what. Um, and the same thing goes for like diet and the same thing. But look, the truth is like we talk, we both love personal development. I think me personally, I get inspired by it. I, I, aspire to to do these things but i think you know as opposed to you i think i actually struggle way more with actually sticking to it and i know you've talked about like practicing what you preach in the past right yeah yeah it's it's i feel like it's going to be this this thing that is going to be a gradual overtime thing but like i don't have I think, the answer for it right now i think though to me and and what i see in you a little bit. And again, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just, I, and, and, and most people and myself included, but, but I can very much see it in, in individuals is, you know, judging yourself in the sense that like, I, I think that, you know, so many of us, when you want to make a change, when you want to do something, you know, you, you, I think being able to f just feel emotion and maybe you're tired today. Maybe you get home and instead of, you know, it takes energy to read that book. Maybe you just want to watch a mind numbing TV, whatever. But you're like, so like in your head, like, you know, what stresses you out more because, you know, you're, you're judging yourself when you're not doing the things that you feel are going to better your life or aren't doing the things that you told yourself that you were going to do. But I think like, again, as much as we should be making things happen today, it's such a you know, as long as you're progressing and, and, and aware of it and, and know yourself, like the one thing that I've really noticed over the last year for me is like the ability to just be authentic and do what I want and not like I'm nowhere near the fucking finished product. And I have so many vices and, and, and bad things that, you know, other people don't and, 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 and all these different things, but I can go throughout my day and know that again, as long as I'm being true to myself, I, I, I'm not, you know, if legit, man, I've had something I I've been meaning to do my expense report for fucking four weeks. And every day it's some other excuse like, Oh, I'm, ha I'm doing this or, Oh, this takes part or whatever it is. And I like, I'm a big procrastinator, like a massive procrastinator. And Same. so, but, but I'm not, I'm not worried about it because I know like, 
when the day comes and I'm not, the day will come. And, and I just like, I'm trying not, we're all judging ourselves, but like, I see that so much with people is like, you're, you know, you feel like you're behind, you compare yourself to others, just like, you know, I feel like, again, it goes back to take a step back, deep breath, and just let things play out. Try not to judge yourself. I mean, but like, well, look, I do. I fall into all those traps. I'm very, very critical of myself. Um, I definitely think back to things in the past and, and have regrets. I definitely worry about the future. You know, I always feel like I'm behind. Like, like, yo, I, I actually want to touch on this point a little bit. Yeah. Because, because Jules brought it up to me and I actually thought it was quite funny because the point was brought up, but at, you, you talked about being worried about your 40th birthday. Yeah. Which is nine months away. And she asked, she's like, Oh, like, she's asked me again, like, Oh, like when's his birthday? I said, you know, I think, you know, in June or July in the summer. And we kind of went back, holy fuck, this summer. And he's, he's already thinking about it. He's always, he's already worried about it. And so like, again, your 40th birthday should be beautiful. Like that's such an amazing thing. Like that's such an accomplishment. That's beautiful. But you're here stressing about something that's nine months away. Like that can't be healthy. That can't be good. And obviously like, again, who am I to sit here and judge that or tell you that through StreamYard and through this live stream, but like, that's insane. Like that's, that's tough. Like you, I, I, know. I don't like that for you. I know. Well, look, the reason why, if I'm just being completely honest about it is because first off, I know it's going to come up on me like super quick, you know, before I know it, it's going to be like spring and, you know, to, to figure out what I want to do. I think for a lot of people that I know, because I'm, you know, I live out here and I'm surrounded by people that are like late thirties, early forties. So a lot of people that have had 40th birthday parties and like, Again, like there, there's an aspect of it that, that is kind of keeping up with the Joneses. Um, but like, uh, you know, I think people do one of two things that, that I know of. They either throw a big party, right? Or they go on a vacation. Um, they're both very expensive things. You know, you throw a big 40th birthday party and you invite all your friends, like you are spending upwards of... I guess the least amount you could probably spend to do something like that is 10, 15,000. The most you're spending is upwards of like 40, $50,000. That's a lot of money um, <coughs> where like to spend that on one night on myself, knowing my financial situation, I just, I can't, it's, it's hard for me to justify. And then I, you know, I think like, I would love to just go away with my wife and chances are that's what I'm going to try and do. But I have like friends that are also turning 40 and they're the ones that are like going on these, like they're trying to plan trips and they're like trying to do group trips. I can't do it all. You know, even that trip that I want to go on with my wife, it's going to be super expensive. And it's just, yo, when you get older and you're like in the kind of the age range that I'm in, a lot of it just becomes fucking like depressing how much responsibility and how much weight is on your shoulders and how many things that like you have to deal with on a week to week basis that is, that's just stressful. Like I feel like every fucking week I have something that I have five to six things that come up where I'm like, shit, like, I have to I fucking mean, do this or I have to do that. Or like, I don't want to do this, but I have to do that. It's so there's so many fucking things. I think the biggest difference though, like between you and I is that like, I don't have other lives depending on me. You, you know, yes. you have two kids. Like when kids come into play, that's a massive life change. That's a massive responsibility. And so, you know, obviously the financial piece needing to take care of your family is, is massive. So like I, I, I respect that and I'm not in that position. I just, again, like, right. I don't, I, it's different, but I don't nine months from now, like who knows what the world's going to look like? Who knows what we're going to look like? I mean, it's just, I can't even, like, I can't even imagine thinking about nine months from now like that, even I though know, I, I, but yo, and also like, there's a part of me that I, I feel like, and we talked about this, um, back in, I don't even remember episode three or episode four, like that podcast where it's just like, 
experiences. Yeah, like, that that was one of the most important conversations. I, I, I feel like I went now too much the other way and I'm spending too much. Like I was like, yeah, I was saving so much money, like investing it all. And now I'm like, fuck it. I want to have like $700 dinners and fucking. I sometimes think about that. And I say to my wife, I'm like, like, you know, she'll, uh, I'm, I'm much more freewheeling with the money. Like she's the much more responsible conservative one. And I'll be like, freewheeler with the money. Yeah, just like, well, I'm more of the like YOLO mentality, right? And also yeah. like, like, okay, so if you're having reservations about going on this trip, like, and we're saving it to some future date, but like, we're only going to be this age, you know, one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, yeah. You, know, you might look back and regret it. And also I might get hit by a bus you know, when I'm 41 and then we'll have never have gone on that trip. So there's a lot of schools of thought. Um, and I'm just fucking in my own head, man. I'm neurotic. And I think it's, I think it's because I'm just going through a traditional midlife crisis. If I'm being honest, like, I think this is why people go through I think that's why midlife, going through a midlife crisis is a thing. It's because you reach this point in your life where you have young kids, you have so many responsibilities, you're not young anymore, you're not old enough where the kids are now off and doing their own thing and you're kind of like, you know, it's like, it's this critical period where everything is so consequential and um, bro, I'm, I still feel like a kid. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm a kid trying to make these like grown up decisions. And, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's, it's very it, tough. It sounds like you need a change in some fashion. I, I, I think I do. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I, I do think, I think there's change coming. I feel kind of, kind of like feel it. Um, good. I keep seeing, like, I keep getting all of the signs from the universe that like, that like, you know, the hardest moments, like the biggest transitional moments, the moments where you're like feeling down and whatever is, is, is always kind of right before the big change or the the opportunity or those things. And I know that some of that's like bullshit, but also I believe in that stuff. Like I, I I really believe in that stuff, you know? Um, So yeah, man, I, bro, some of it also feels like I always feel like, I'm a bummer in a way. Like, I'm like, you know, you're, you're the young guy. You're the one, obviously though. It's, it's like, look, you, you're kind of a little bit like more um, like you don't have those responsibilities and, and, but like, again, I, it, it does feel depressing where it's like, I'm the older guy. Like I should have all the answers. <laughs> like I should, yeah. think should be more established and like, look, they're just not, it's not how it, I, I had hoped that's how Man, it would I'm- be. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to provide support in in any sort of fashion. I think that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think everyone's on their own path. Uh, hopefully, you know, everyone finds joy in their 39th year, 40th year, whatever it is. Um, change is always good. I mean, yeah. We're, we're all we're all navigating. I think it goes back to the point where like we're all bullshitting life. Whatever that quote was that you brought up in one of the previous podcasts. Um, but yeah, man. I mean. Yeah, I, I think I think life is good. Like life is what you make it. Like it's there's always there's always a bad day to come. There's always a bad day. But like, you know. I know every day is different. Yo, on Monday, when we had Columbus Day, my wife had an idea to like, let's go to this like uh park or whatever and like take a hike. Like there was like some three mile hike, so we did it with the kids and it was beautiful. And it was like, we were walking on this path and like my kids yeah. were like picking up like sticks and using them as well. It was like picking one of those, sticks. yeah, like I'm saying like, you know, they're like using them as like walking oh, sticks. Oh, okay. I thought you, I, I just like pictured like dogs picking up sticks. Like you're saying your kids are picking up sticks. It was just kind of funny, but. <laughs> the, the, the point is, is like, it was one of those days where I was just, I was happy. You it's know, I was just yeah. like, this is what life is about, you know, just being with your family, being in like. Uh, you know, the fresh air, like look around, you know, things are beautiful. No technology. No technology. We sat down on a bench. We had some snacks. 
You know, yeah. we, oh, that's a, that's a key factor for you there. I know you remember the snacks. I am a big snack guy. And, you know, it's every day is different, man. I wake up and every fucking day is different. And uh, wouldn't you have, rather like, that, though, than every day be the same? No, I'm just saying, like, I have my good days and I have my yeah, bad okay, days. Yeah, yeah. You know, I and it's it's this it's a constant up and down, you know. You're like I think a yo-yo thing, right now. Yeah, I just think, like. I would love to get to the place of that old Japanese woman in Okinawa of just feeling happy and like, like that's my dream is like to just have a garden and just have some hobbies and just have my family and be happy and not be worried about all of the, all of the fucking stressful shit in life that you have to like worry about and deal with. And, 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 the, and the crazy thing is, is like, I was talking to a friend the other day who was saying like, dude, you could move right now to Brazil and like open a, you know, a coffee shop. Yeah. Some spot on the beach and you'd be so happy. Like you, and I was like, I, it's funny. I know that. I know that obviously my wife's not going to do that. Obviously like to completely uprooting my entire family, um, and going somewhere else is like a real, I, I, it's hard for me to even fathom. Right. But, but like knowing that, right. Or like seeing these different people that live in these different places and then kind of comparing it to like the situation that I'm in, you know, it, it makes me feel like you can just do that. Like you're not stuck in this place. And, and then the last part of it is just like, again, Things really aren't that bad, right? Like, we're talking about this conflict in Israel. Like, how yeah, terrifying that is. We're lucky. You know, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have family in Israel. You know, they're they're safe. Uh, thank God. But thank God, yeah. they're they're right now. They can't leave their house. They have like these safe houses. It must be fucking terrifying. And like, here I am, kind of like all upset about you know my 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 job or like you know my these things that like if i really take the step back and have some perspective things are okay things are good you know i'm going for fucking nice walks with my family in yeah in yeah it's all um, relative yes yeah that, that is an interesting point you make though around like the whole brazil thing yeah i i, I think i think we'll see more people more people do that where you know they uproot their families and go start a surf shop in Thailand or, you know, whatever, like that we, we live in some of the most expensive parts of the world and, and where, you know, real estate is, is a dime a dozen. And that might've been the wrong, was that the right reference? I fuck <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. But like, you got what I'm saying. We, we live, we live in very expensive parts of the world. And like, so yeah, I think, I, I think it all goes back to like, you know, the information overload and all these things. There's too much going on in where we probably both live, where it's like, you know, if you do go to Brazil and you're on the beach and you open a coffee shop, it's a simpler life. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's less, there's less to be worried about. There's less distractions. There's less making rent. There's less, you know, crazy shit happening in, in, in the media. And so, yeah, I, I think that's I where think it goes. The world is, the world is changing. And, and, you know, you talk about like the pendulum swinging, right. And like, you know, I don't think if you had told somebody this is what America was going to look like, you know, 20 years ago, they'd be like, wow, this is mm -hmm. completely different place. Right. And, you know, you're talking about the, the, the restrictions in Canada. Right. Like that's something that I could never have imagined would have been the case. You just think of Canada as this, you know, one of these great uh democratic you know like just you're able to do whatever the fuck you know like a uh, place with just complete freedom relative to, to the rest of the world and i think you know just to go back to what you were talking about i think that the pendulum is going to swing to and i hope this is the case is to people <laughs> reverting back to like the simpler way of Hopefully. living and like the getting off of social media or like getting rid of the apps the, I just think all of it kind of lends itself to addiction, different addictions, right? Yo, I, I was thinking about this the other day, like, bro, I, 
the amount of addictions I have, and none of them, I think, I think I'm not addicted to like, you know, crack, right? But like, but like, I am addicted to a lot of things, man. I'm addicted to, I'm addicted to like, my phone. I'm addicted, right? I, I told you I'm addicted to social we, most media. Most of us would be, yeah. Like I have bad eating habits. Like I'm addicted to sugar a thousand percent, probably addicted to weed. Um, like there's a lot, there's a laundry list of addictions. And I think, I think it is a product of the environment that we live in. I don't, For sure. You know, That's a good point. I'm sure. There's some genetic shit. You know, I mean, I know that there's there's some stuff just that gets passed down, um, but I just think that the environment we live in now, it, it, there's a lot of people that are struggling with these things. I think the younger generation, like your generation, is going to have a whole list of problems that are struggle. just yeah. yeah the pro- byproduct of of technology of things that the government has done of the pandemic of the economy you know like yeah it doesn't surprise me that a lot of the people that i work with especially in their 20s they uh, they have like shit that they're really fucking struggling with especially meant like on, on the mental side of things and um it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate but, but my my real hope is that we can kind of revert back to those simpler things and that there becomes some sort of revolution in a way to reverting back to kind of the simple way of living. Yeah. One can hope. Yep. I think that's, that is, that is what it is. I mean, yeah, I'm sending love to everyone, prayers to everyone. And I I feel like we, we could, wrap it there um you know i think that was i think that was good i mean we it was good it maybe maybe we went a little deep maybe it's a little serious i don't know that every single episode that we do like uh, this should should be that way serious? but this is kind of like naturally how the conversation went yeah i think i think it flowed uh you know appreciate everyone as always for listening uh, the so many of you and uh yeah on on to the next um d appreciate you peace thank you for tuning into the put on podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe and don't forget to follow us on social at the put on podcast